A Muppet fanboy must unite with the group to stop their legacy from being tarnished. Welcome to the Walt Vault with Michelle, Andre, Louise, and me, Emily. We're a family-friendly podcast where we pick a new Disney movie each week. We watch it, share our thoughts, and then relate it to pop culture, fandoms, and anything else that pops into our heads. Enjoy! Hello and welcome to the Walt Vault, episode 95. Hey there, all you cool cats and kittens. <laughs> Hello, cool cats. <laughs> Hello, kittens. Uh, what's and happening? Muppets. And Muppets. Um, I guess what? We're still at home. We're still on video. We're still here. Uh, still happening. And this week on the Walt Vault, we are talking about the 2011 live action film, uh, The Muppets. The Muppets. This was like one of my first exposures to the Muppets. One of the first. You've seen Muppet stuff. Like, not like all the way through. I haven't seen the movies only because you've shown them to me. Hmm. Interesting. Okay, well, this movie that we're doing is a considered a remake because they all the Muppet Run stuff was like in the 70s and 80s and yeah. all then. And so this is a remake um, of the Muppet movie in 2011. It's starring Jason Siegel. Yep, yeah, Jason Siegel and also, Amy Adams. He also wrote it. Oh, mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yes. And uh, Amy Adams. And then the Muppets Extraordinaire with Cameo on Cameo on Cameo. There's a lot of cameos. Of big stars. A lot of cameos, which I really appreciated. So like, It was actually like... really fun to just wait for the next person to come on screen. Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. So let's go ahead and start with first impressions. Luis, we will start with you. First in, have you, had you seen this before, Luis? No. No, okay. It was fun. I actually saw the second one before I saw this one. It was a fun movie. Mm-hmm. Is that all you got? Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm just making sure before I move on. It was a fun movie, I agree. Andre, first impressions. Um, I love the Muppets. Uh, I saw this movie when it came out, I think, or like after it came out on video. And then, um, I liked it a lot then. I, I really liked it this time. This, this was a, a really fun, fun viewing of the Muppets. Cause I think we've only done one other Muppets movie for the podcast. Treasure. Muppet Treasure Island. And, uh, that was, that was a fun Muppet that movie. That was so good. But I, I think I like this one more in terms of its, uh, Muppetdom. <laughs> Muppetdom. Cool. Muppetdom. Yeah. All right, Emily, first impression. Um, this is my, I want to say my second time watching this movie. And the first time I watched it, um, I was a little, I, I don't think that I was in the right mindset to watch it because I was like, this is so like annoying. Like I thought it was like much more annoying than I did this time. It's when, when you look at it from the perspective that it's funny and it's like making fun of things, it's, hilarious right um you just have to be in the right mindset i think to be able to enjoy what they're doing on screen because it's either a callback to something a cameo of someone famous or it's literally making fun of something so yeah it's, definitely it's you i had to be like in the right mindset but i went into it thinking it was going to be funny and it didn't disappoint i thought it was very cute i agree uh we watched it this morning when we woke up and we you know you just wake up on a sunday you get your coffee your cereal in bed and watch it it was really fun. It was, it was like a good way to start my day. I, it made me really happy. It was like one of those feel-good movies. Um, really fun. I This is only the second time I've seen it. The re- only reason I remember the first time I saw it is because I went on a date, and we went to that movie, and then we went to Korean barbecue after, and I got food poisoning. So I think that's why I haven't watched this movie, because Ugh. all I remember is the food poisoning. Man. And that, that and the bad date. It was a bad day. I didn't go on another date after that. This, this movie is tied to all kinds of tragedy in Michelle's life. All I remember life. is the food poisoning. That's about it. Um, but it was so fun. I really like this movie. I love Jason Siegel. I really like Amy Adams. It makes sense that G- Jason Siegel wrote this in the music. If you've ever seen, like, Forgetting Sarah Marshall or bits and pieces of How I Met Your Mother, that's totally, like, his style, you know? Yeah. Um, so I, can think, I think we could all say that from our first impressions, we enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah, it was good enjoyable did Addie good. watch this with you guys she did and she thought it was very she thought it was very cute she was okay. like every time a new muppet came on she was like oh she had no idea what they were obviously yeah but she just 
ooh, she knew Kermit was a frog. Oh. But she thought, ooh, frog. He doesn't look like a frog yeah, at all that, to me. He is discussion. a lizard. That is a lizard. <laughs> Dude, he's not even any of those things. Like, I don't know what he is. But I think he, she only called him Kermit the Frog because someone said the frog. You know what I mean? Right. It wasn't because she looked at it and was like, oh, yeah, totally. Kermit's a frog. Oh, this guy right here, he's yeah. a frog. So uh, what I was thinking about, too, is that we probably – you should uh, like phone your mom or something. I don't know because your mom is a big Muppets fan ah. and Kermit specifically. Because I oh, remember yeah. when I bought you Disney leggings, like every time I would see Kermit ones, I would like think of your mom and how she oh, yeah. likes it. And I'm assuming this is something she watched like a lot, like the the Muppets show. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You know, and more stuff like that. So this this was like the first kind of like revival though, because I feel like. There's more Muppet stuff now. Yes, there was that weird Muppet show at Disney California Adventure, and that's probably where I knew Muppets the most. Oh. And then they tried to do that Muppet TV show, which I actually thought was really funny. I they like could have they could have kept. It. I thought it was so funny. It was oh right. My God. So I that think was like, like the first year I think of our marriage, maybe the second year, and we watched it and we <laughs> laughed hard. Like that was really but it was funny. more adult. And I, I think. wish, yeah, I wish they would have kept that. That's right. There is that really adult Muppet movie. Uh, oh, we um, never watch it because it, it it looks really raunchy. It, like it's an oh, adult. but that's not really Muppet Muppets right. though. That's, it's just it's just it wasn't Jim Henson. No, I think it's like an offshoot of the Henson Company by like oh. Jim Henson's cousin or something like that. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> like it's literally so, that derivative. Um, I don't know. Oh. I just went, you know I what know what you're talking about now. Yeah, okay. no, it was I've never raunchy. seen it. It's called yeah. the Happy Time. No, I saw yeah, it's Happy Time it. Murders. Yeah, Anyways, I yeah. thought that that was supposed to be like a spinoff of the Muppets, but no. because I didn't really know the Muppets that much from all of that stuff, obviously I knew the Rainbow Connection song, I knew who Kermit was and Piggy, and I knew stuff from the California Adventure Show that I would say like this is I agree with you is probably my favorite Muppet movie, but I haven't seen like all the other Muppet movies, so I don't have much to compare to. But Andre and I were having the discussion, and I think it would be fun. We were talking about who our favorite Muppet is. Oh, I, I know who my favorite is, especially oh, okay. in this movie. Oh, and, and in this movie too? Huh? In this movie too? Well, in this movie, I definitely have a favorite. Okay, okay. Doesn't mean my favorite Muppet forever, but in this movie, I have a favorite. Oh, have interesting. A favorite? Okay, so I'll just, I'll start. My favorite okay, Muppet ahead. of all, anytime, is Beaker. Like, yes! Honeydew and Baker and and he right. I think he's hilarious. But in this movie, Bobo the bear is my oh, favorite. Oh yes, the henchman who's like, are we the bad guys? Yeah, we're working for the bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> he's so funny. Like an hour and a half into the movie, <laughs> like at the end, I really like Bobo in this movie. He's funny. I love him in the Muppet Show. He was funny. In the he Muppet was, show. yeah. I don't think I got a favorite favorite. You don't have a favorite from this movie, Lou? No? No? Seriously? How about your least favorite? I know you got one of those. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of Fozzie Bear. I think he's new. Come on. I agree. I told Andre. Waka, that I, I said I don't like Fozzie Bear. It doesn't do it for me. I like Fozzie Bear because he's a failed comedian and he reminds me of myself well you're not <laughs> a comedian, sir you're actually a pretty pretty successful local comedian just saw your shows got canceled because of the quarantine yeah you know, so you know what i will say is that i remember Luis really liking scooter in um the tv show in the tv show he was cool but he was very much like who is that one again? in this one scooter's the one that was like the stage manager in this one he was like running around and then oh. <laughs> Right, right, right. was like, you gotta go on stage, and he's like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's never one of my My favorite uh, Muppet of all time is the same one as yours, Emily. It's Beaker, because he is hilarious. I love, um, like, going back and watching, like, when I think of Muppets, that's what I think is of them two together. The scientist oh, yeah. ones, and they're, like, doing all the stuff, and he's in the background, like, rawr, rawr. 
I love that. I think it's so just running around, just getting blown up and stuff. And it was funny because as the movie was going on, I was like, I like Miss Piggy. I like Miss Piggy. Maybe Miss Piggy is my favorite. And then the beaker and them came on and I was like, that's my favorite. Like, it was like, I remembered him, you know? So beaker (laughs) is my favorite. Um, In this movie, my favorite was that little dog thingy where he was mad that he wasn't in the, in the montage. He was like, Rolf. Who was that, Ralph? Rolf. Wait, he oh, wasn't he mad. Was he was just like, I think my my thing was mad. Well, he was, he was like, my story's pretty good. He's just taking a nap, and they're like, hey, Rolf, I, wanna, I thought wanna that was go hilarious. Get some yeah. back together, and he's like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's totally me. So I loved him the best in this movie. That he's was... always the one playing the piano, and I love it because yeah. he has these big old paws, and he's just like. Yeah, he was freaking hilarious in this one. I loved. I just loved that little snippet because I could relate to that like so that much. That was good. That so was funny. Good. Yeah. What about you, Andre? I think, I think my favorite Muppet of all time is Miss Piggy. I, I she's just so hilarious mm-hmm. to me. She uh, like and her her and Kermit's uh, very contentious and rocky relationship is always just hilarious. <laughs> made that much better by how clingy and weird she is she's oh Kermy when she saw him in this she was like Kermy 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 wow that sounds really good babe good job You're really That's good my, that. my favorite talking Muppet is Miss Piggy <laughs> yeah yeah she has the best voice she has the best reactions to stuff she reminds me of like um like, you know when you see celebrities going crazy like she reminds me of um Jennifer Brittany in 2008 <laughs> yeah <laughs> she reminds me of like jennifer anderson and britney spears and uh jennifer lawrence like in real yeah. life just all of them at their worst moments that's what miss piggy is to me she's fantastic you know who else i really yeah. like is um oh man i like the swedish chef too mm-hmm. he's he's beakery you know yeah. he's beaker-esque because he has real hands like, yeah. why does he have real people hands? <laughs> he does. I love him, too. How come I like all the ones that don't really talk, that are like, do 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 It's just so funny because it's all just nonsense that he's like, <gasps> at one point in this movie, he was, like, firing a, a gun, and it was like, A gibberish Scarface. I love it. It's just fantastic. I, so good. I love the bubble. They're, they're all so funny. Oh, yeah. He, like, took a blowtorch to all of his vegetables in the yes. fridge. Oh, yeah. That's what it was in the In the, in the fridge. fridge. They were all, like, rotten. It was all stuff. nasty. That's hilarious. I love it. All right. So let's, let's, let's talk about the plot of this movie. Just a oh, bit, I, right? I was going to talk about the <clears throat> other Muppet that I don't understand. Oh, yeah. Who else? Who was that really tall Muppet? The big one? The furry one? The hairy one? Yeah. The blue one. I right? don't know his name. Oh, and the blue one. What the heck was that? Oh. Dude, I've never seen that blue one before. Exactly, the tall one, right? Like yeah. huge one, look yeah. like an elephant thing. I've never yeah. seen that one. I have no idea what that was. Okay, well, at least I'm not the only one because I was like, I don't understand what that is. But the other, um, the other thing that I noticed a lot more, we'll get into it. But when Kermit was doing his song in his house by himself, all I could see was the hand. Like I could tell when it was lifting a finger. I could see like the knuckles in the back of Kermit's head. And I've never (laughs) noticed that before about Kermit. And the whole time I was just sitting in my bed watching it, like freaked out. But you know, that's the funny thing is that because Kermit of all of them is the most hand Yes. And I never put that together in my brain until this viewing. But it's funny too, because, and I totally agree with you, but Kermit, I think it's because he's the most of a hand, right? Made out of the most mm-hmm. hands. He has like mannerisms that the other Muppets don't. Do you uh-huh. know what I mean? Like he, like this, he does that with his mouth. You know, he goes like, right. Like, and, just, and they, they can make his eyes. Oh yeah. They can like squint his whole face in. Yeah. It's very and interesting. And the other ones, it's like they're using things to move the eyebrows and stuff, but he is all like, hand movements so i totally agree it's like you can see his cranium in the back of the head and i just (laughs) never put it together until right now literally had this really weird epiphany about him actually being a puppet muppet you know what i mean like he is a puppet Puppet muppet. well you know what's really funny about this movie i mean i guess it's pretty obvious when you look at it but 
you know, we're 100% in the age of CGI everything. And there's like very little CGI in this movie at all, if at all. They wanted it all to be like Muppet specific so it looked Muppety. Yeah. Which is funny because we watched other things where we thought things that looked Muppety were weird, but here it makes sense. And I think that if it didn't, it would look weird. Right. The Muppets are like, uh, they're so practical. Like literally in every scene, I think they use like a lot of like blue screen and green screen and stuff like yeah. that behind them. But but the Muppets themselves are also practical, and so they they can interact with real stuff. So why throw in a whole bunch of CGI in there if you can avoid well, it? Well, and if you if you think about it in that way, they didn't do anything that they couldn't actually do in on like a set. They did like explosions and stuff, but it wasn't like you saw the explosion. It was like you saw the back of the. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. So it was on a set versus like the only scene, the only scene that I'm thinking has like like a lot of special effects is when they're kidnapping Jack Black and <laughs> and they're like swinging around him Stop. on the ropes. <laughs> so good. It was that was very funny. Um, okay, so plot wise, I mean, we can go pretty quickly through yeah, it. I think it's pretty simple. Pretty much, simple plot. Pretty much. We we meet before we ever even get to the Muppet side of it. We meet Walter and Gary, who are brothers. Yes. One is a Muppet, one is a man. Yes. And Walter's a Muppet. Hey, Mom, Muppet. <laughs> Gary's a man. <laughs> and apparently they're brothers. They're brothers. Yeah. You know. Whatever. We'll get past it. Sometimes you come and, out of Muppet. <laughs> and gear and and Walter is so 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 in love with the Muppets. And growing up, they did all kinds of Muppety things together. Um, but since they're now adults, Gary has a girlfriend of 10 years, and he's going to go off to L.A., and they're going to go on their 10-year anniversary trip and just hang out in L.A. because they live in small-town USA, literally. <laughs> and so they wake up in the morning, and Gary's going to go, and Walter's like, no, whatever. They all end up going together, and Mary, the girlfriend, is obviously – annoyed but Amy Adams is like all right I'll do it so then they all end up in LA to go to the Muppet Studios yes and it's a wreck oh it's a it's a dumb it's a dumb it's not what Walter expected what it you know whatsoever no so they start going through the studio tour led by Alan Arkin who I yeah he's awesome (laughs) love Alan Arkin and um, what's his name? Walter. Um, he goes into Kermit's office. Breaks into Kermit's office and overhears a evil plot by an oil baron to buy the whole studios. He says he's going to make it into a museum, but he actually um, is secretly buying it because he knows there's oil underneath the studios and he wants to tear it all down. Which is very funny. <laughs> there's oil That's- underneath this studio in the middle of LA. <laughs> in the middle of two other buildings. <laughs> yeah. Oil. Well, and I think they also like comment on the ridiculousness of this too. You know what I mean? Yeah. The oil baron's like something about it's weird that oil's there, but that's what the geological thing says. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, so I think, and, and that's what I love about this movie too is they break the wall and they're just like, uh huh, yep, yeah. this is going to be a very short movie because the <laughs> puppets aren't getting back together. You know, things like that. Where I'm like, I, I love that. This movie's very, I love it. It's very meta. So it's very. Does simple. that does that bother you that they break the wall in this in this fashion? Ironically enough, it's never bothered me with the Muppets. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, because like they've always been on-screen personalities that know that they're on-screen personalities. They're all they're always performers, so they're always like, oh, the audience is over here and we're over here. No, uh, it works. It like I like it makes sense for this. Yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah, and so yeah, the the story is very simple. They either lose the studio to the oil baron or they have to raise $10 million. Kermit, what kind of contract are you putting together? You idiot. <laughs> they have to raise $10 million to be able to keep it. To buy the right? theater back, yeah. So, which, which, let's pause. They obviously didn't care to keep it if they haven't cared to keep it for the last 25 right. yeah, years. What, what are we apparently, doing? all of a sudden, everyone's all worried about it. All these cobwebs um, and now you want it back, huh? And, uh, yeah, it's just like your ex. No. <laughs> uh, so they go on a whirlwind adventure to get everyone back together, fix the studio, make a telethon, get a celebrity personnel to host it, and raise that $10 million. Yes. By what? Um, Tomorrow night or something? <laughs> right. 
There's a couple of <laughs> montages of them uh, gathering together all of the Muppets. My favorite one is when they go to get Animal. No, oh, Animal is in anger management, which is Perfect. so funny. Uh, he's in there uh, with Jack Black. <laughs> he, he's his sponsor. And the, the leader of anger management is Kristen Shaw, who played... Wait, who did she play? Plays Mabel. Mabel, that's right, on Gravity Falls. Um, and Trixie on Toy Story, remember? Yes, yeah. that's right. The, uh, the 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 dinosaur who goes on the internet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, so so uh, they're in anger management. Wait, is this this is the dinosaur that's like let's get him in jail? No, 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 no. no. That was the unicorn. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Send that. Is he to a jail. unicorn? Yeah, he is. He is a unicorn. That's Jeff Garland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, Trixie is the one that's like. Rerouting, rerouting, turn around <laughs> now. When they're in the RV, yes, uh, so funny. <laughs> Man, there's a lot of Disney people in this. I guess I didn't. Even, I also like the fact that. that they pick up uh, Fozzie and Reno. Oh my god! Oh my god! And there's We're like funny, the shots and the police in the background. I swear to God, I've done shows That's exactly how like Reno that. Is like okay, in Reno, we've gone to Reno for Andre shows, <laughs> and that is what it's like. I hate going to Reno. <laughs> I hate it. So I related to that scene so much. Um. Yes, in Reno, they they pick up Fozzie, but they also realize that he's been working with a group that's calling themselves the Muppets. <laughs> There's a fake Miss Piggy and a fake Kermit, <laughs> who's like really dark green or gray or whatever. It's so it's very funny. Um, Feels funny. <laughs> what are you looking at, sister? <laughs> <laughs> they go to get uh, they go to get Gonzo, and Gonzo has become a. Uh, a toilet tycoon. He's just a CEO of a toilet business. <laughs> and um, basically, as soon as they ask him to come back, he's like, no, 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 I can't do it. I can't do it. I have to stay here and run my business. And then they go outside and he's like, well, actually. No, the chicken is like, you don't have oh, to. Oh, that's right. The chicken. <laughs> the chicken is I don't like, know what it is with that guy in chickens, man. It's annoying. He's always loved chickens. I don't know why. Yeah, so he rips off his clothes. He's He's got a super suit on that he's been wearing <laughs> for 25 years. And he jumps off the building. That devil suit. <laughs> Hurts himself really badly. And then uh, self-destructs his entire business in with one button that he had prepared. Uh, I really like that. I really like the forethought that he had to <laughs> to blow up his business. Eventually, I'm going to need to, you know, get rid of all these millions of toilets. You know, I wish I was working for him when he did that because I would have sued him for everything he's worth because when the heck did he tell me he has a, thing, a button that's going to explode the whole thing? He could have sold the business and acquired $3.5 million of their $10 million. No, that's not gone, so. <laughs> Got to blow it up. Go ahead and take a seat on the executive line of my used toilets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> used toilets. That's so gross. Disgusting. Um, and then they go to get uh, Miss Piggy. Uh-oh. Miss Piggy is, uh, she's, she's. A fashion tycoon. A fashion tycoon. Uh, all of the Devil Wears Prada. She even has an Emily Blunt assistant. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was so good. That was Love very funny. It. That was very funny. Um, that uh, Emily Blunt won't let the Muppets up to see Miss Piggy. So Fozzie Bear comes up with the idea to do Muppet Man, <laughs> which is just all of them. Have they done together. them before in another show? Probably. I feel like they've done it in another movie. Probably. because I feel, I feel like I've seen that before, and we watched The Great Muppet Caper in another one of the Muppets, Muppets Take Manhattan, and maybe it happened in one of those. They might have, because it seems familiar, but Miss Piggy is so pissed that she fell for Muppet Man. She's like, Muppet Man, Muppet Man. <laughs> I think Muppet Man might only be from this movie. It might be. Oh, maybe. But I mean, similar things have been done in other movies. Sure, but it's so, just very funny the the image of uh, of Fozzie's face and then everybody else's hands and body walking around and trying. There to was like at one point there was like two hands coming out of the handhole. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, uh, so they fall apart, and Miss Piggy uh, is like, "I can't believe I fell for Muppet Man." And then Kermit's there, and then her. Kermit, Kermit, her and Kermit have a moment because these two just can't get enough of each other, apparently. Just... They're like that couple that breaks up and keeps getting back together. Ugh. And every time they get back together, you're like, not again. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I bet, there's, them. I bet there's some people who are like, they're going to make it this time. This is the time that this is going to happen for them. I won't even lie. That's me. I'm like, come on, get married already. And then a la Parent Trap-esque, they have like their photo split in half of like, 
them apparently getting married. It's it's so ridiculous. <laughs> it's literally the parent the parent trap where I'm like, oh, am I blocking your view to the TV, Louise? <laughs> like, stop it. Um, and, and she doesn't come, but she shows up eventually because you know Miss Piggy kind of runs the show. Yeah. Like Kermit does too, but Miss Piggy kind of runs the show. Absolutely. I don't know what they would do without her. So <laughs> yeah, from here the storyline is pretty simple. I will say though that Walter kind of bugs me. Like I'm not super into him as a Muppet. As a but Gary I like love. Um and Amy Adams. Okay, and Andre made this comment. He thinks that she has the best song she in has this movie. Easily the best song. Like she's Killing it. All of her musical numbers are, are they're funny. The funniest. They're yeah. very I like that she gets to get like ah, ah, ah. like that's hilarious. Because when you always party. wanted to do that. <laughs> the party by myself. Yeah, I, oh it's I good like, stuff. I like Am I a Man or Am I a Muppet? <laughs> am I a man? Okay, I'm just gonna say this now. I'm a Muppet of a man. <laughs> there were way too many songs. Way what? too many songs. It's a musical. No, it's a musical. Way too many songs. I mean, it felt like the appropriate number of songs for a musical. Yeah. yeah it's way too many songs for a Muppet movie. I accept that Muppet movies have songs. Way too many in this one. No. I think I think that's it was good, Mal. I think that's all Jason Siegel. I think I think he, he that's very him. He is a musical type person. Um, I'm trying to look I will it. tell you though, the whole second half when they're doing the telephone, all of the music is huh. Hilarious. Yes. So good. All of so the good. like current music at that time that they redid was so good. Yeah. <laughs> I liked I liked right before the, the show started and they were cleaning up the theater and we built this city to start to play. We built, built this city. city. <laughs> That's so muppety. I don't know. I love it. I think we that there was this city on two rolls. Luis is like, I like that one. Come on, where's that from? Oh. I don't know. Uh, it's from New Girl. Ah, New Girl. Okay. Twenty nine. Twenty nine. Um. So good. Um. So so there's kind of a the main storyline is them trying to save them up at theater, but then there's this side storyline of like Amy Adams always being alone and like Gary always wants to be with his brother but not with her, which is, like, actually really sad. She's, like, too sweet about it. So I think that's when she has the me party song. I'm like, you go, girl. You know. Good me party. But, um, it's just, which I it really... be... Oh, no, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just going to say it sucks because, like, she's never been to L.A. She's, she knows she's on her 10-year anniversary trip. She's not ten spent years. any time with him, but she still wants to go out and see stuff. Right. So she, like, goes out and sightsees, but then she's, like, sad because she's by herself in a city she's never been in. Yeah. Uh, in, like, 10 years, get married already. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Andre and I were like, oh, no. Is that 10-year anniversary? 10-year? Even Andre didn't wait that long. It took him three. And he has, ten? All right, took him three. And, it, you know, he... he it didn't even seem like he had thought about popping the question before this. Mm-hmm. Also, it was really funny. I didn't but realize. She probably has her own health insurance, though, because she's a teacher. Yeah, <laughs> right. that's true. She's like the greatest that's teacher true. of all time. Those kids at the beginning, you're like, well, you're going to have to go on spring break. And they're like, aw, <laughs> no more learning. <laughs> um, but but yeah, I, I didn't Luis realize. Luis has never had that happen to him. <laughs> yeah, absolutely not. Absolutely not. I didn't realize until like midway through the movie that their names are Mary and Gary. Yeah. And that, that they rhyme. They marry Gary. Yeah. It makes sense. Like Ruiz and Ruiz. <laughs> that, that's all me. That's all you. You and you. Not you. It's fine. He gets it together eventually because he realizes he's a man and not, not a, a Muppet. Muppet. So, which I just think that is so funny that, well, first of all, his Muppet was freaking me out. Like Jason Siegel's <laughs> Muppet. Oh, it was perfect. Oh, I mean, it looked exactly like him. It was freaking me out because it had like this jaw and like, mm. I was like, that's a very humanoid Muppet. And then uh, Mr. <laughs> Who, who's that actor? Oh, Jim Parsons. That was perfect from, for uh, that Muppet. Oh, oh my God. Luis and I do not agree that he was perfect. What? We think oh. that like Michael Sarah or something because oh. would have been a better, like he was too. He was too Sheldon. He was too Sheldon-y. Right. But which like is not, is, you know. That's like his but Yeah, you're right. Michael Sarah would have been. Michael Sarah would have been good. Yeah, that's, I agree with that. that. Perfect. I agree with that. But I still think but, 
was so funny with the piano. Oh, it was too funny. Like you're expecting like them to just sing by themselves and then they're at those white pianos and they're <laughs> So, so I watched a lot of Big Bang and that guy, some people can't leave the role. And he's one of those, in my mm. opinion, he's always yeah. going to be Sheldon. Right. Because they, right. they, so they, they wrote it to him too much. You know, it's it's too much who he is. <laughs> well, also, Jason Siegel wrote this movie to himself, too, to, like, play on his strengths. But that's... Yeah. Have you seen oh, for sure. Sarah Marshall? No. <gasps> it's good. Pretty it's good Chris and in it, Not and a so Disney movie. Uh, <laughs> you need to watch that movie. Because <laughs> he, he does that same thing there. He, like, writes jingles and music. Like, that's who he is in that movie too but that's kind of how he was and how i met your mother and like that's like his thing you and know there's, there's yeah. in um in uh the what movie the first movie what is forgetting sarah forgetting marshall, sarah marshall yeah. That one, yeah it's really good you should watch that one <laughs> all right we'll put it on the list since we have a quarantine list of movies yeah, just tons uh, of stuff there you go ready to go okay, um so uh the telethon it, it's it starts out pretty bad there's nobody in the audience and then it starts to pick up more celebrities are coming in whoopi goldberg shows up selena gomez <laughs> Selena Gomez looks like such a big child. I mean, this yeah. was almost ten years ago. Oh, don't shoot. say that. We're that old, this movie came out. Mm-hmm. Don't say that. Yeah. Um, and uh, so as things start going going well, the uh, the money starts rolling in. They're 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 close to five, six, seven million dollars that they're that they've raised all in this what hour and a half long special. <laughs> you match, Daddy. <laughs> Podcast baby in the house. Podcast baby in the house. Oh my goodness. Okay, sorry. <laughs> um, we got distracted by cuteness. Yes. Um, they're putting on all of the musical numbers. What is the maniacal laughs dude's actual name? Oh my gosh, that oh. dude is. Now does it make more sense because I've said that before? I've been like maniacal laughs. Yeah, and that's where I got it from, and I didn't realize it until I heard it again, and I was like, oh. Maniacal laughs. Maniacal laughs. Uh, the character is named uh, Tex Richmond. Oh, Tex Richmond. And he's played by Chris Cooper. That's right. Yeah, Chris Cooper plays the ultimate like bad guy. Oh man. yeah, he's, guy's face is bad. He's <laughs> chewing up all this scenery. He's uh, he's really hamming it up as the bad guy, and it's it's really oh it was really funny. Me and Michelle were dying laughing when he's got his rap song going on about how evil he is. <laughs> that was awful. So ridiculous. <laughs> it's like Kermit said, you could have just said no. <laughs> That's the whole point, though. It had to be that ridiculous, you know. So he's not having it. He's trying to like cut off the power during their telephone. But that the I think it looks like a dragon, right? That that oh, muppet. Oh, uh, deadly. deadly. Oh deadly. gosh, okay. deadly I, is I like awful. Him too. No, I, I remember deadly the most from the um, Treasure Muppet Island. Treasure Island. Like that's how mm. I remember him as a kid. Was so when I saw him one? here, well, he was one of the like the, the bad. Ones? Well, yeah. He was one of the bad villains. Yeah, I, I think he's always like a, a kind of bad guy, at least, in a Muppet thing. I think he's, he's just, just drawn that way. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He's just, well, he's he just is, created that's that what he way. Says. He's like, just because I look like this doesn't mean <laughs> I'm a Muppet, not a Muppet. <laughs> right. That so was pretty stupid. funny. Uh, I like that a lot. And I, I really liked when he pushed uh, Richmond off of the tower and he, I was like, he fell down. I was like, oh, my God, is he dead? But no, nah, he's not. He was fine. He's yeah, good he straight up wannabe murdered him, though. <laughs> yeah. Attempted Muppet murder. <laughs> so, and also, I really like all of the scenes of the telephone. But my favorite scene of the telephone is when they're, they're the, the barbershop quartet. So cool. Yes. And, like, they shrink. Nirvana, it was teen, smells like teen spirit. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So good. And even Jack Black in this movie, I, I don't. Yes. I don't really like sense. Jack Black that much, but I like him. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. What? Okay, enough. When he was his head shrunk and stuff. <laughs> it was all funny. Yes. That was good stuff. He was not happy to have been uh, kidnapped and made to be a host of a show. Well, and I like that, like, everyone thought he was doing, he was acting. Right, like, yeah. Like, acting kidnapped, but yeah. he, like, actually was kidnapped, which made it all the more funny. That's a total Muppet thing, too. Oh, yeah. Um, so the show starts closing out. Um, Kermit and Piggy make up, and they sing Rainbow Connection, and it's, it's wonderful. Um, the power goes out a final time. And then 
Tex Richmond comes up on stage. They don't have enough money. No, <laughs> Nate, they don't have enough money, so they need right. more money. So Walter. But hold on, they think that they're one dollar off. Right. And Fonzie Bear accidentally knocks into the um, number counter, and they and it like recalibrates, and they realize that they weren't at nine million nine hundred ninety nine dollars. They were actually at $99,000.99. So they weren't even close to their 10 million. (laughs) They only had almost 100 grand instead of 10 million. Yeah, but you you skipped Walter's scene. Oh, Walter, yes. So Walter had been built up this entire movie. Uh, by, by Kermit, he's like, I, 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 "You're gonna find out what your talent is." And then uh, at the, at the, he pulls the finale, and and he, he whistles. I think that I I was on the bike like walking. He whistles, and I was like, "Huh?" Okay. <laughs> That's like, that was huh? the only part that I was like, "Huh?" Okay, right. sure. Go That's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, I mean, really talented. If you ask me, I think that whole whistling scene was awesome, but it kind of fell out of place. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It, it, he wasn't even like whistling <laughs> throughout the earlier in the movie or anything like that. It wasn't set up. Yeah, I think. I, think, I think, think that that's kind of like also kind of shows that he wasn't really a Muppet. You yeah. know, he's kind of like Muppet esque. But it's interesting. Like that doesn't seem like it's the message of the movie. You know, like like it it, it should have been. Like, he sees himself represented on screen by all these puppets, right? And he grows up loving them. He gets to meet them, and then he gets to be a part of them, and he's really good at it because he's been watching them for so many years. Yeah, exactly. But, I mean, exactly. that kind of happens, except that it's pretty unimpressive the entire time that he's doing it. He's like, yeah. I don't know if I'm good enough to be a Muppet. I don't know. I don't know. And then he gets up and does it, and I guess he is good, but it's like, hey, yeah, yeah, <laughs> buddy, you got it. <laughs> you're a Muppet now. Muppet. You still like Beaker more, but you're a Muppet. <laughs> They don't raise the money, but the Muppets are like famous again. Oh, and and they beat up Rex or Tex Richmond, so uh, he's like, okay, you guys can have the theater back. (laughs) And your name, yes, and no brain, yeah, all your stuff. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, And then and then and then Gary proposes to Mary. Gary proposes. But we don't know because they they go to my favorite part. Manamana, do 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 do. So this is kind of a good thing. Not that we're going to do the next movie right away or anything, or that we're even going to do it. But like I, like we said, Luis has only seen the second one before this. And the second movie literally cuts right where this ends. It starts right there. Like they're, oh, in, right. they're in pose and then they're like, all right. Like that's the scene, everyone. Go ahead. Oh, interesting. I've never seen the second one. I think in that, like Jason Siegel and uh, and um, Amy Adams. Amy Adams, they like go home or whatever. Yeah, and you never, they're not in it, and it's just a totally different story. And honestly, I think you see Walter like for twenty seconds on the screen. Right, it focuses a lot more on. Well, I mean, he might be in the background doing yeah. Muppety things. He didn't talk, though. I thought he was. I, I, I'm, either, I'm either confusing him or Scooter, but, like, because they kind of look a little tiny bit similar to me. Walter's you on know, the poster. But he's he's on, the poster on the poster for the sequel. Yeah, so I if think it's not Scooter, then... then I just don't remember him having, like, was, a piece, I guess, is my point. He yeah. wasn't one of the main dudes. In he's the probably just, like, in the background, but I haven't seen this one. Yeah, the sequel heavily focuses on, on Kermit. Um, and Miss Piggy, as it should be, right? Yeah, yeah. they're the Muppets we want to see. And you know, I you, uh, uh, Walter is interesting, I guess, as he was in this. Uh, he, it's not that he wasn't necessary, but um, he was. But it was, it wasn't. He wasn't super Muppety to me, you know. So that's why I wasn't like, oh, I love Walter, you know. Because no, Muppets... his job was to bring Kermit back on screen, and he did it. So yeah, yeah. that's what he did. <laughs> Cheers. Wait, wait, go back. Go back to the Rotten Tomatoes. Well, the second movie on Rotten Tomatoes, Muppets Most Wanted, has an 80% critic score, but a 58% audience score. So that's interesting. But let's see what the Muppets has. This movie on Rotten Tomatoes has a... Manamana. Yeah, please keep Manamana. That's the whole thing about Manamana. This movie has a 95% on Rotten Tomatoes. The critics. The critics score. It has an 80% audience score. Um, it says, The Muppets is a welcome big screen return for Jim Henson's lovable creations that will both win new fans and delight longtime devotees. 
That's true. Does your mom like this movie? Has she seen it? She hated Walter. Oh. <laughs> well, I didn't really like Walter either. Well, she it freaked her out that no, you want to know what she didn't like was that they were brothers. She couldn't <laughs> right. get over it. She was like, there is no reason that they should be like related right. because it, it doesn't make sense. I'm like, what else in this Muppet universe makes sense? Like, the only thing that doesn't make sense to me is that they're around a similar age. But he's a kid to me, and Gary's an adult. You know, well, like they didn't seem like they were twins. <laughs> That's right, they're twins. Oh, are they? They might be. Well, they're around the same age. Because, like, you usually don't play in the same baseball team unless you're like twins. <laughs> they might be. Uh, uh, yeah, the, the and oh, that was they're they're Irish really twins skipped over something. really fast in the beginning. It was just like, oh, they're boys, they're brothers that grew up together, and that was it. <laughs> Everything is great. Awesome. Everything is grand. I got the whole wide oh, world you got in it. Oh, my beard, Oli. There it goes. What you doing? Everything is awesome. Okay, um, did it make money? Yes, this movie did make some money. Uh, not Better. A ton, ton of money, but a ton of money for what it had. It had a budget of $45 million. <laughs> Even though it was obviously on a back lot. <laughs> like the whole opening scene i was like are we at universal studios like it looked like it it was actually but that's pretty but that's very muppety too yes is it? Okay. the budget is to pay all the people seriously to pay all the cameos yeah. i i think yeah i think most of that money was towards the cast and i guess maybe the puppets themselves but i don't think that that those cost that much no um, well they probably did that just because like on the show they had so many celebrity guests right yeah it's, you know it's so part they of, were like it's part oh, of the puppets do, uh yeah. whole deal um, yeah, so this b- movie had a budget of $45 million and ended up with a worldwide gross of $165 million. So oh, that's good. They, they okay, so it made money. Their, um, their take. Cool. It made money. I mean, I really enjoyed it. Of course, but, I mean, this, for me, any Muppet movie you watch has plot holes. It's sure. a Muppet yeah. thing. It's not like it's going to be super succinct and you're going to be like, oh, yeah, totally. Like, there's no issue. It's going to have issues. They're Muppets. They're right. literally people hands. Like, this is a <laughs> but for But for Muppet movies, this one, I agree with you now that we've talked through it, is the best. I mean, I have the nostalgic feeling for, for uh, Christmas Carol and for Treasure, um, Treasure Island. But is this there one, one where like, they go to space? There is one where they go to space. Yeah. I want to see, see that one. I bet I would like that one. Probably. I've never seen that one. It's called Muppets from Space. The 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 caper, the Muppet, the great Muppet caper, that one's pretty cute. I have that one on DVD if you want to borrow it. But um, okay. but this one like is the most succinct all the way across. Right. Yeah. It gets I think it's through. because they didn't try to make the plot super congested. It's yeah. just doing a lot on each piece of the plot versus like having this really huge arc where it's like hard to like follow it. Yeah. Right. It's it's pretty it's pretty simple stories and there's only like two extra threads of like Gary and Walter's relationship and Walter or Gary and Mary's Yeah, it's all complicated, it's simple, and they played into the humor and nostalgic factor and stuff like that. That's why I really like it. So I'll go first. I'm gonna give this Muppet movie a nine out of ten. It's a really simple story. I really like the music. Like, yeah. I know, Louise, you're saying it has too much of it in there, but it was just the right amount for me and the right amount of silliness, <laughs> the right amount of humor. Because I think I Muppets got a bad rep for me because, yeah, I always saw that little 3D Muppet show at California Adventure, but it wasn't yeah. that great. No, like, that's it why it's not there anymore. And so, like, that's what Muppets was engraved in my brain as, was like that. And so... Now I'd rather think of them up. It's like this, obviously, because yeah. that was like so good. So I'm, I'm going to give it a nine out of 10. I really liked it. There you go. Um, uh, you going to go, Andre? Yeah, I think I'm going to give it an 8.5. I think I, I agree with you on almost every level. I, I really like this movie. Um, only thing, I just don't need Walter. Yeah, it's the, the Walter of it all, that he's this new <laughs> main character. And uh, he's really not popping you know, on screen. He's, he's not, he's not giving me all the pizzazz that I want from a month. And I need more Piggy and Kirby. Yes. I wanted a little bit more of that, but I think you get that in the sequel and you know, there's obviously obviously tons of it in the past. Um, Sequel was funny. Yeah. Muppets most wanted. 
Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. he goes to prison. I mean, you got to watch it. <laughs> he goes to prison? Um, about yes, it. yes, he goes yes. to prison. Um, but yes, I, I, I like this movie a lot. It, it, it felt good, like, like we said earlier. It, it was a really fun movie to, to chill out on. And uh, it just makes you feel oh. good. Muppets are great. I think it was like a good, like, this point in the shelter in place to watch. Mm-hmm. Because, like... You know, too early on, you're like still riding that it's going to be over soon. And now that we're like, it's not over anytime soon. Yeah. It's like, I need something to just chill out and have fun with. And this was like really good to just be like, said, all right. Yeah. Your- I totally agree. That. I was like eating my cereal, drinking my coffee, listening to the Muppets. It was like, it was like a good Sunday morning, like the best Sunday morning I had in a while. I was like, all right, I dig it. Uh, well, and I agree with you too, Michelle. I think that the music, I like, yes, there was a lot of music in it, but half of the songs were done in a funny, very, very funny way that it was like, it wasn't like we were watching a musical. To me, it was like, I felt like it was a com. It was used for comic reasons. It wasn't, it was, it was comedic on purpose. It wasn't just like, let's sing because we can. It's like, let's sing and (laughs) laugh because it's ridiculous. Like making fun of the whole thing. Yeah, I agree. Which I appreciate. So I'm going to give it a, well, in Muppet Dumb, I'll give it a nine for sure. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm not giving it a nine against like other like animated movies, but in its own Muppet Dumb, I'll give it a nine. In yeah, like regular yeah. movies, I'll give it like an eight point five, I guess. All right. But I would totally rewatch it. Yeah, me too. Sure. I, I think I will probably watch the sequel. Oh, what's your rating? I'm eight point five. Jeez, no, no, no. he's over here like, oh, we're giving two ratings. We want to make sure how many we're getting, giving. Uh, so I can well, go ahead and if you were watching, rating, it's a Muppet movie. Whatever you feel like, Lou. If you weren't re- watching the 2018 rerun World Cup, mm. you would know. Uh, in case you guys, there's watch- no soccer in this house, so we have to watch reruns. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, you guys already know my style. Why do you invite me? We love you, Luis. Why do you invite me? You already know how I am. Luis, why do you give this movie? Um, I'm going to disagree with you guys, first off, in terms of nothing against the quality of the music. It was awesome. I'll agree that I disagree with the quantity. There was way too many. (laughs) Take out two songs and I would have been happy. But, like, I felt in one scene specifically, like, we just caught our breath from, like, a long solo and all of a sudden... You're singing again? Louise <laughs> <laughs> should But that's just my opinion. Too. Besides that, I'll give it I'll give it a solid eight point five too. I, I enjoyed it a lot. Second one I thought was better, but we'll I see why. like the Muppet. Uh, I think that the one song that they could have done without, which it I understand it was like a Thai song, but the only song that didn't give me like was uh Kermit's song when he was singing about the people he was gonna go pick up. Yeah. That was, uh, when he was in his house and he was looking at the pictures and they were like popping out of the pictures. Yeah, I think you could have done away with that whole scene. I you agree. Know, yeah, they you know they were great. End of story. Remember them. Mm-hmm. You um, know he was going to go pick them up. We right. don't have to think about them before we think about them. I'm just saying that was the only song where I was like, mm. I, I like agree. What um, there are 24 songs on the soundtrack. Uh, but that, that that includes that includes like the the pop popular music that was you yeah. know in there too. Then not all just oh. musical songs. I don't mind any of that. It's just like yeah. I will say that this movie made me want to watch Enchanted because it has a similar style. It's got Amy Adams. And I love Amy Adams. I love Enchanted. I was like obsessed with that movie. Oh, well, we can't Amy watch Adams it because it's not. It's in the vault right now. <laughs> it's not on Disney Plus. When it decides to come on to Disney Plusies, we will do it because I've never seen it, and I'm assuming it's cute because I've always heard that people really like it. I love it, and I'm pretty sure I have it on DVD, and I was going to ask my sister for it, so if she can find it, I'll give it to you to borrow because I was obsessed with that movie in, like, high school and would listen to the soundtrack all the time. It's, like, like one of those underrated (laughs) movies. It's, like, really good. All right, but next week, we're going to do... A double feature. Boom, 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 boom. Two movies. Oh, two movies. We know y'all so, need movies to watch. So, so we're, we're also trying to stay in our Disney Plus realm. That's why we're not going to do Enchanted because you can't really find it anywhere right now. So we're trying to appeal to you listeners. And we're going to appeal to our listeners who are... I love that you're doing this. What's it's this It's because for? I have the Kermy Muppet hand. Oh, Kermy. Why? <laughs> um, 
we're going to do a sci-fi movie, which I'm excited because I've been really getting into sci-fi and fantasy, and I'm determined to finish reading uh, John Carter of Mars so I can watch John Carter. Hey, is it a slow read right now for you or what? Uh, I am like three chapters in because I'm reading that and The Hobbit at the same time, which was probably- Why are you reading Yeah, dude. <laughs> Don't hit your mic. Because The Hobbit was kind of slow at first, and so then I started the other one. And then that one's kind of slow at first. So now I'm like, what do I read? One. Stick with The Hobbit. It's like quick, you know, it's not bad. If you think that's going to be an easy read, then John Carter's will be easy. Boy, when I'm done with The Silmarillion, I'll give it to you. And that's an easy read. Not. <laughs> Thanks. But anyways, I'm excited. Like two well, days to get through 10 pages. Well, the <laughs> other reason I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to do The Hobbit first and finish it so we can watch all three of those movies on our new TV. And hear Benedict Cumberbatch as, as Smaug, the great and powerful. Um, and then I'm going to do John Carter Mars and I'm going to watch What this anyway. Anyways, the point is that we're pretty big nerds here. And we <laughs> like sci-fi and we like fantasy stuff. Um, so we're going to do a double feature of Tron. We're going to watch. T-R-O-N. <laughs> Tron and Tron Legacy. The 1982 Tron and the 2010 <laughs> Tron Legacy. I've only seen Tron Legacy. Yeah. What have you seen, Andre? I've seen them both, um, but the first Tron, I, I don't really remember. Have you it. seen anything, Luke? Have you seen any Tron? I watched the last one, but I vaguely remember, maybe like as a five, six-year-old, my my uh, siblings. <laughs> <watched> <laughs> <it>. <laughs> and I know none. So we have a very nice. But do you remember those... like like the Tron themed California Adventure <laughs> stuff they used to have? I, I remember the dance party. That thing was sick. That thing was so cool. And the light cycles and all of this. We're going to have, and also Daft Punk did the music for Tron Legacy. And it's like really, really dope. It's a good soundtrack. So I am stoked to get, (laughs) I love the, I love the dance moves. Look at Ollie's arm. (laughs) There will be 100% less singing in the next, uh, next double feature. I love it. (laughs) We're going to Tron Legacy it up and I'm really excited. Uh, so listeners, let us know if you're excited too, because I've been wanting to rewatch this for a couple of years. We just haven't gotten into it yet. And that's the beauty of this podcast and quarantine. Yes. Get your movie on y'all. So get, and your dance on apparently in the meantime, you can hang out with us <laughs> on social media. We're on the internet. Just like you, we are at the Walt Fault pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Go there, uh, hit us up, leave a message in the comments. Let us know what you thought of this movie, the Muppets, what you think of its sequel, what you think of all the other Muppet movies, what your score is. And if you're excited for next week's uh, Tron films, Go there, do those things. If you want to help us out, you can hit subscribe on whatever podcast platform you're listening to. Um, hit like and share and all those all those fun things as well. You can um, leave a review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. Do that. That's helpful. I'm just trying to get his outro. Stop it. Slash the Walt Vault. And yeah, get- the listeners like laughing babies. I, I guess so. I, you can talk Sorry, about Andre. It's fine. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, go to patreon.com slash the Walt Vault. We've got extra content over there. Sign up for a dollar. It's uh, super cheap, and you get a lot of stuff. Do it. Uh, do it. Do it. That's been it for this week. Uh, we will see you next week for some Double Tron goodness. The vault is now closed. Bye. Bye. Bye.